It's Thursday, December 6, 2012. The outcome of our work is not about what our political masters want. It is about what is demanded of us by 7 billion people. Crunch time at the UN climate talks in Doha, Qatar. What happens in the Arctic doesn't always stay in the Arctic. More dire warnings from the Arctic. Pollution regulations really do save lives. Plus... Here at Exxon, we hate your children. Yep, they do. All of that and more straight ahead. From bradblog.com, I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyen. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. When it comes to global warming, Governor Jan Brewer has her doubts. You know, I probably don't believe that it's man-made. I believe that, uh, you know, um, that whether certain elements are controlled maybe by uh, different things. Hey, hey, go easy on the science there, Poindexter. We're only human. This is your Green News Report. Okay, Des, global warming caused by maybe, probably other things, maybe? Yes, that was very scientific of Arizona Governor Dan Brewer there, wasn't it? it? Yes, it was. Yes, well, anyway, it is crunch time as the UN climate talks in Doha, Qatar, conclude this weekend. The divide remains entrenched between developed countries and developing countries, and how much each will cut their emissions of heat-trapping gases as the 193 member countries negotiate a comprehensive treaty to be completed by 2015 that would take effect in 2015. The talks have stalled on funding, with China leading a demand that rich nations, which have historically contributed the most emissions, should commit to giving billions more in contributions to a special fund that will assist poor countries with adaptation and green technology. Thursday, Nadarev Sanyo, leading the delegation from the Philippines, actually broke down when speaking of the record super typhoon Bopa that has killed hundreds in the Philippines just this week. I appeal to the whole world. I appeal to the leaders from all over the world to open our eyes to the stark reality that we face. The outcome of our work is not about what our political masters want. It is about what is demanded of us by 7 billion people. If not us, then who? If not now, then when? If not here, then where? A rare note of harmony was sounded, however, on Thursday. The Guardian reports the talks resulted in a tentative agreement to make fast reductions in emissions of short-lived but powerful pollutants known as soot, methane, and ozone. While governments argue policy in Doha, on the other side of the world, the science of climate change is unfolding right now at the fall meeting of the American Geophysical Union, including how global warming from greenhouse gas emissions is changing the Arctic much, much faster than previously predicted. The new Arctic report card from NOAA confirms that the Arctic lost a record amount of snow and ice last year, and that's already causing measurable biological changes in Arctic species. That's according to Dr. Jane Lubchenko, chief administrator of the National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration. What happens in the Arctic doesn't always stay in the Arctic. Uh, We're seeing uh, Arctic changes in the ocean and the atmosphere that affect weather patterns, for example, here in the United States. Uh, We know that melting of ice in Greenland can contribute to sea level rise around uh, the world. Uh, And many of the biological changes that we are seeing underway sometimes affect uh, biological systems elsewhere. The potential impacts of climate change on global security were also featured at the AGU meeting. Here's Chief Science Advisor to Britain's Department of the Environment, Sir Robert Watson, who was actually quite blunt. The potential of displacing tens of millions of people. There's potentially going to be less food, 
less clean water in areas that are already short of food, short of clean water. Therefore, climate change coupled with other stresses, population increase, poor governance in many parts of the world could lead potentially to conflict and migration. Poor governance in parts of the world. Was he talking about Governor Jan Brewer by any chance? <laughs> well, I mean, there's a lot of people here who are running around with their hair on fire and uh, people like her just aren't listening. Right. They're absolutely ignoring what the science says we are heading for. And what scientists across the globe are shouting. A new study proves air pollution regulations don't just clear the air, but also save lives. A new Harvard study shows that regulations reducing air pollution from industrial sources actually increased life expectancy across the U.S., most especially in poor and urban areas where factories and power plants are primarily located. The study also concludes that new pollution regulations, tightening standards of allowable air pollution from big industries, would actually provide even more benefits in saving lives and reducing health care costs. Finally, here at Exxon, we hate your children. A blunt new ad campaign takes aim at oil giant ExxonMobil. We all know the climate crisis will rip their world apart, but we don't care because it's making us rich. Climate advocacy groups Oil Change International and EnvironmentalAction.org produced the commercial, which calls for ending billions in U.S. taxpayer subsidies for big oil. They're raising funds to air the commercial on TV stations around the country at ExxonHatesYourChildren.com. Talk about rather blunt. Check out that whole commercial at our website, greennews.bradblog.com. While you're there, please consider a donation to help sponsor the Green News Report so we can stay on your public airwaves. From Bradblog.com, I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyen. And this has been your Green News Report. It's money that matters. You're what I say. It's money that matters.